0: This is AgriPulse Daybreak for Thursday, October 12th. Good morning, I'm Jeff Howley. Here's today's headlines. Farm bill timing. No amnesty. Trudeau defends dairy policy. Trump, bilaterals possible. California wateries assess fire losses. House Agriculture Chairman Mike Conaway is meeting with Majority Leader Kevin McCarthy today to talk about timing for the farm bill. Cottaway told reporters he wants to make sure he can still bring the bill to the floor later this year or early 2018. Cottaway said, I'm laser-focused on getting the farm bill done. He told AgriPulse previously that he expects to have the legislation ready to consider in committee in November. No amnesty, Cottaway says. Cottaway has some advice for fellow Republicans who were blocking farm worker reform proposals by saying they would provide amnesty for illegal immigrants. Stop using the term amnesty, Cottaway says, unless you're happy with the status quo. All you're saying is that you like what's going on right now, he said. We reported last week that immigration hardliner Steve King, Republican of Iowa, had raised a number of objections to a farmworker bill proposed by House Judiciary Chairman Bob Goodlatte, Republican of Virginia. King argues that there are plenty of unemployed American citizens available to fill the labor needs on farms. Trudeau stays the course on Canadian dairy policies. Canada continues to resist U.S. demands for reforms to its dairy policies. Canadian Prime Minister Justin Trudeau met yesterday with members of the House Ways and Means Committee. He stressed the importance of maintaining Canada's production and trade policies. The meeting was closed to the press, but Representative Sandy Levin, Democrat of Michigan, told reporters afterward that dairy was one of the first things Trudeau talked about. Levin said he did address the dairy issue and why it's important for Canada to maintain its present structure. Trudeau, who later met with President Trump, was accompanied by Canada's Foreign Minister Chrystia Freeland and Canadian Ambassador David McNaughton. Trudeau's visit coincided with the first day of the fourth round of talks to rewrite NAFTA. A U.S. proposal to reduce Canadian tariffs on U.S. dairy was not released in the third round of talks in Ottawa, but that may happen this week. And at the White House, Trudeau continued talking about NAFTA with President Trump. The two North American leaders spoke to reporters and Trump stressed the precarious nature of NAFTA's fate saying he'd let the public know soon if the three-country trade deal will die. Trump said it's possible that we won't be able to make a deal, and it's possible that we will. If Trump isn't satisfied with the renegotiation, the U.S. would be open to separate bilateral deals, he said. It's possible we won't be able to reach a deal with one or the other, but in the meantime, we'll make a deal with one, Trump said. Trudeau, meanwhile, declined to say whether he was open to bilateral deals with the U.S. and Mexico should the NAFTA talks fail. He said, we're negotiating at the moment. California wine industry assessing damage. The devastating fires ravaging Northern California have claimed more than 20 lives and scorched at least 250 square miles and damaged some of the region's best-known wineries. Mendocino County's Frey Vineyards Winery and Oster Wine Cellars both appeared to have been largely destroyed, as well as the Cingarella Estate Vineyards and Vinrock and White Vineyards in Napa. In the Sonoma Valley, Paradise Ridge Winery and Santa Rosa lost all of its buildings, but the vineyards survived. At least five wineries in the Napa Valley have been destroyed or significantly damaged. That according to the 550-member Napa Valley Vintners Association. At least 11 other members of the organization have reported some damage to buildings or vineyards. As of yesterday, some venters had still been unable to get to their wineries to assess the damage. A spokesman for the Sonoma County Vintners said it was too soon yesterday to assess the damage to that region. She said the fires and evacuations are still very much active. Wine experts say that even the wineries that survived the fires and had not yet finished harvesting may have their grape supply and quantity affected for many years. Much of the harvest in the region had already been completed before the fires hit. Many vineyards have federal crop insurance for losses to grapes, but the policies don't cover damage to the vines. Justice sympathetic to Wotus' arguments. The Supreme Court may allow federal district courts to handle legal challenges to the waters of the U.S. rule, which is just the outcome that many farm groups want. During oral arguments yesterday, the justices seemed to lean toward the industry arguments, although Chief Justice John Roberts did wonder about the practical impact on the lower courts. Scott Yeager, environmental counsel at the National Cattlemen's Beef Association, says the venue issue is important because industry needs to have as many places as possible to pursue WOTUS challenges. NCBA, U.S. needs more access to Asian beef markets. Kelly Sullivan, a Texas rancher representing the National Cattlemen's Beef Association, was emphatic with lawmakers at a hearing yesterday that the U.S. needs to strengthen its trade ties with Japan and other Asian markets. She told a House Ways and Means subcommittee, Today, the success or failure of the U.S. beef industry depends on our level of access to global customers. U.S. withdrawal from the Trans-Pacific Partnership was a real blow to U.S. ranchers and beef exporters, she said. Another major concern, she continued, is the ongoing renegotiation of the U.S. trade agreement with South Korea and threats from the White House to pull out of the pact. Here's today's He Said It. Given the definition of man-made, it means that Trump Tower qualifies for monument designation and the Grand Canyon doesn't. That Representative Raul Grijalva, the ranking member of the House Natural Resources Committee, objecting to an overhaul of the Antiquities Act, he said, would prevent natural geographic features from being declared a national monument. With all due respect, Trump Tower could not be made a national monument because that's private property. That's the response of Chairman Rob Bishop, Republican of Utah. The committee approved the bill. Well, that's Daybreak for this Thursday, October 12th. AgriPulse Daybreak is brought to you by McLeod, Watkinson & Miller, America's most experienced law firm in agricultural and derivatives law, and by Dairy Management Incorporated. For the latest news out of Washington, D.C., visit AgriPulse.com. For AgriPulse Daybreak, I'm Jeff Nelly.